Welcome to the Voices of the Valley, episode three. I'm here with Justin Weisenhauer. How are you doing today? Weisenhauer. <laughs> so we've been friends for a while, dude. Yes. So, so like we met, I think my third grade year, and you were in second, second grade. grade. Yeah. I think so. Or it was on the bus because I remember you would take the bus home to my aunt to your aunt's, but you didn't live there. No. And then we would always like do shenanigans on the bus. <laughs> what's what's one of the things you remember us doing? The honestly, the one that sticks out the most was when we were on the way home. Yeah. And we were stopped at the red light and those people started throwing candy into our bus yes do you remember that? yes i do they remember started throwing, this like suckers and stuff and the bus lady yelled back at us she was like throw those away you don't know if they're poison you don't know if they have like yeah. razor blades or whatever the safety patrol took yes. them they took them i remember they came and took all of them but i pocketed too yeah i pocketed some too <laughs> we're like we're not <laughs> yeah exactly no. they were just suckers i wonder what that was for I don't even know. Probably some charity or something. They just wanted to give kids candy. Yeah. Yeah. They they did a good job of it. Yeah. But that isn't uh, always like bus drivers. They always try and kill the vibe, you know. Do you remember <laughs> the one bus driver that had like, pardon my French, piss yellow eyes? Piss yellow eyes. From Connor Eddie. Kind of. Uh. <laughs> you could swear on here, by the way. It's okay. Okay. He kind of looked like. <laughs> like, that's like best way to describe him. He had a thin black mustache. Yes. The, the yellow eyes. I know exactly like, who you're talking about. Hey, sound like that. Yes. I actually found out where he lived. Creepy. I went and hung out with a lady friend, my middle school, I think seventh grade. What and type he... of lady friend are you <laughs> Lady years. friend. Just a lady friend. And we were walking down her block and he lived down her black i saw him go in the house i was like no way you see like a school bus park and <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't park the bus at his house yeah they park it how he gets around <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know they park it at conradi no it's his a to b yeah no yeah it's his, <laughs> it's his daily yeah so you're really funny you know that no how do you think how do you think humor like helps you throughout your life? <laughs> well, well, you see, it's not really nice to feel bad. Yeah. And humor makes me happy. So Yeah. The best way to stay happy is to put humor in mm -hmm. everything. And although sometimes I do it too much, mm. it keeps me happy <laughs> <laughs> that's good so, so i mean I, I like to laugh yeah i mean what's the saying like laughter is the best medicine i don't think so uh, mm. see like i never want to miss the laugh you know like i get up today because i if i don't want to miss the laugh today because i guess that feeling of like that laugh where you can't control it you're like you want to stop but you can't stop laughing i think that's like one of the best feelings yeah, you can feel the belly laugh the belly well, like it hurts mm -hmm. it know? hurts and it's like when you eat mm -hmm. that really good like grandma food 
It's just like after you're sitting there, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love those. Words. Exactly like that. <laughs> do you think that's like a learned thing, or do you did you just like start doing that yourself? Like humor, using humor as a way to like kind of get over things, or I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just I think it was the people I hung around. I mm-hmm. I was always around goofy people. Yeah. I always like I always look for childish qualities in people because mm-hmm. I myself am a child. Yeah. I'm like a big old man baby. Yeah. But I uh I don't know. It just always attracted me because you know, even when I was in like fifth grade, I would always talk about the fact that you know, eventually I'm going to be too old to do all this child stuff. Like, I was very self-aware of the fact that I was growing up. And piece of me always wanted to hang on to, hang on to that childhood aspect. Mm-hmm. And do you think, like, your humor is the thing that yeah. helps you hang on to it? Yeah, I like being silly. Yeah. Like a little boy. <laughs> yeah, I like being silly, too. <laughs> Probably like a young adult silly. No. No. I'm, I'm like... I'm like the little boy that could take a Hot Wheel, a little Jurassic Park dinosaur, and play on the floor till I'm 30. You could still do that, you think? Probably. You know, now that I think about it, because I don't have any of my old action figures or anything like that, I probably could still do the same thing. Yeah. Those are the best times. Like, I remember I would have, I would buy, like, the little army guys that had, like, the little, like, plastic platforms on them, and I would get packs and packs packs and i would have battles like set up throughout my whole house yeah yeah and like there would be battles on the table on the desks on like throughout the whole house and i just go through it yeah. and the americans always won so the <laughs> USA, yeah. yes yeah no but the the thing that always stuck out to me was just like even when it was just playtime how realistic everything felt yeah as a kid you mm-hmm. know like I used to play with Nerf swords, foam swords, but when mm-hmm. I'm sitting there battling my friends, I feel like I'm fighting for my life. I feel like I'm actually a pirate looking for gold or a explorer killing zombies, whatever. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got it. I got to do a lot of editing this podcast. It's going to be a lot of uck, uh, uck. Uh, yeah. Uck, uh, uck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my shoe, everybody. Um, I remember we were playing with your phone swords one time and you broke my phone because you hit me so hard with it. It was in I, my pocket. I do remember that. Yeah. I cracked your whole I think I think it was like, <laughs> yeah. The whole phone screen was fine. And then we played with your swords and then it was cracked. I think it was like a Samsung 9. It was, yeah. It was or like a 7. It was earlier than that. The 9s weren't out yet. I don't remember yeah. what it was. It was like a 6, maybe. Yeah. Like, this was middle school. Mm-hmm. But I had it in my pocket, and the screen was facing out, and you just whacked it. I remember, like, you would just full-blown just, like, whip your swords at me and whip my ass. You always beat me in that. Nah. I mean, my buddy Macho and I, we would... We would just always play at that. I mean, it was from, like, fourth grade all the way till eighth grade. Every yeah. day after school, we would just be battling out with swords. Me, Miacho, Dylan, and occasionally a few guest stars. Mm-hmm. You know, a few people here and there. But, yeah. That, 
that that was like some of my mm. most fond childhood memories and it's one of the things I appreciate too because we we were like the generation right before they started raising the iPad kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like I know exactly what they're you mean. 2 years old just give them a screen that will keep them occupied. Mm-hmm. You know and when I think of like me playing outside, I can actually pick out memories of me, you know, being outside or usually around winter time going inside and playing video games usually call of duty zombies but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah uh, i don't know i i appreciate i appreciate that i had that time to actually be playful outside and yeah not, be, not um, just be inside all day yeah well granted we would go like days where we just play xbox together yeah without showering yeah i'll admit it we wouldn't shower for like three, four days on end. Yeah, I I had. This is when we're like five, though. Not l- older than five, but like like middle school, maybe younger than that. Like twelve. Yeah, twelve. Good old days. The good old days, man. I would. Work you have a lot of feet. friends that you've been friends with for like a long time, and you know it's rare in this world to like have that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've always kept. A wide circle, mm-hmm. but a very small closed inner circle. Mm-hmm. And the people that I've brought into that inner circle that I've constantly kept up with and yeah. everything, they've kind of stuck with me through everything. I mean, with you and the guys that I hang out with, with you, uh, I mean, we've been hanging out since, like you said, third grade, middle school is basically when I met everybody else. And it's just like, all of you guys stuck through with me through high school and up until now through college and I same thing goes for the other group guys I hang out with you know all of them have really had my back that's awesome what what do you think like what do you value in those friendships the most is it loyalty or is it is it more like no honestly getting along it's just it comes back to you guys make me laugh the, the hardest. You know, when yeah. I'm around you guys, it's not just like, oh, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? You know, it's not just like small talk. It's actually like, I I could make a funny noise and we could bullshit for three hours off nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and just be giggling. Exactly. It's, it's those moments of the belly laughters that I've had and that mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having that's yeah. kept me with everybody do you see I don't want to say us but like do you see them as like extensions of yourself like you see a little bit of yourself and all those people you keep in your inner circle for sure yeah for sure I mean a lot of it is like you know sometimes I'll be watching a movie or I'll hear a song or I'll see a clip that makes me think of a certain person like even last night, I, I forgot what movie I was watching, but I, th- I think I was watching regular show mm-hmm. and just seeing uh, the guy on there, Mordecai and Rigby, just watching how those two have their dynamic, it reminded me of Miecho and I, you yeah. know, like it made me laugh because that was also one of the shows where growing up, him and I were like, dude, Mordecai and Rigby were just like them through, we'd go through the halls of uh, Stag going, Whoa, or not stag, but uh, Conradi. Yeah, you know stuff like that. So it's nostalgic. Yeah, 
Damn, that's crazy. Do you think you have like that nostalgia factor with every one of the people you have in your inner circle? Or is it more like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, it's different for everybody what would make me think of them. Yeah. You know, but I'm very sentimental and based around like the people, you know, and like my emotions. Yeah. I, I like having those strong feelings of you know having important people in my life like yeah you know i i just changed my background to my dog meat uh who recently passed away rest in peace rest in peace meat but um you know every time yeah every time i see it like just seeing it gives me a little like joy here and butterflies here Mm -hmm. because i remember everything that was with me and i remember like you know just like oh well he's gone now so but I mean, when I'm not hanging out with my friends and I see videos, it's stuff like that where it's like it makes me think about them. It makes me giggle. It makes me think of the moments that we've shared and everything. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, like, how does that feeling of sentimentalness and nostalgia like take you throughout your life? Like, does that is that why you want to go into teaching? Because you want to kind of add to that for other people? Um, in a way, yes, because a lot of what made me want to teach was the teachers that the teachers I had in the past. Yeah, you know, a lot of people they say they had bad experience in schools mm-hmm. or with teachers, and that's why they want to teach. But for me, it was actually the opposite. Yeah, you know, I had a lot of good experiences with teachers. I have, I've had a lot of teachers where where when I was struggling, they've worked with me. They've they've helped me figure out my way, and I wanna. I want to kind of do the same and give back, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, yeah, a lot of teaching does give me that sentimental feeling, you yeah. know, because when I do it, it makes me think of the teachers I've stayed close with over the years, even after they weren't my teachers anymore. It makes me think of uh, Boy Scouts when we would teach in that and like what I've learned from that mm-hmm. and like the role models I've gotten from there. And, I mean, even a little bit of, like, my family, because, you know, I've learned a lot from my family members, and they've taught me a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say a lot of of, uh, that sentiment goes into what I want to do and who I choose to be. Is it is it more about like inspiring the next generation? Is there like anything you want to try and change in them, or anything you want to try? (laughs) That face you made was awesome. Like, is there anything morally going into teaching do you have, like, planned out or, like, that you want to try, want to do? Like, how would you take teaching differently than every other teacher? I want want kids to learn respect. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things that people have been missing from what I've seen through teaching firsthand and being a student firsthand is there's a deterioration of respect between the student and the teacher and the way I see it is respect goes both ways yeah and I wanna I'm trying to go in at a younger age I want to teach elementary school because I figure I figured the younger I could get to them the more of an impact I could have and the way I want to do it is I want to show them you know I'm gonna give you guys the respect Mm -hmm. but you have to give me respect that I deserve 
you know, and I feel like a lot of teachers, they don't feel like they need to earn the respect, but I want to I wanna earn the kids' respect. I don't just want to be the one in charge because that's what I'm hired to do. Yeah. I want to show them I'm here for you. I want to... I want to... I don't know how to, like, word it right, but I just... I want to be the one to earn the respect from yeah. the kids, not just be respected because it's my position. To mm-hmm. be, you know, I want to earn that right. Exactly. I mean, even the word, like the, the label of the job that we give it, teacher, is like, it goes into, it's more than just like, oh, your ABCs. Oh, this is how you get to see yeah, from A. It's fundamentals. It's A lot of it is moral. Life. Life yeah. and moral stuff. And it's i think it's a more important job than our society chalks it up to be i mean i mean just look at how most teachers are paid you know i think it's way more important for someone to try and lead the youth rather than someone that is an owner of a company that makes cars yeah i mean that's just my opinion because i think that uh, like every generation before i mean after us has to is going to learn from the generation before and they're either going to resent them or they're going to counterculture it or they're going to you know they're going to lose their respect they're going to lose their humanity and i think that teachers are is like one of the biggest things of how to like inspire someone uh without being like a motivational speaker or you know i think that's like one of the biggest ways it's it's a noble profession in my opinion just because you know you're not going to get paid a lot but there has to be something that's like drawing you towards it no problem. Yeah, I think I just think it's cool that you're doing that. I I wanted to be a history teacher when I was younger, but you know I I bounce around a lot on stuff. Yeah. So it's, I'm just trying to figure hard it out. Make up your mind. And I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I I go back on it a lot. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes there's been quite a few nights, especially recently, where when I've been doing the online classes, all I keep thinking to myself is, is this really what I want to do? 10 years from now is this where I want to be do I want to be dealing with these kids year after year am I going to get tired and everything but honestly when when I did the teaching internship my senior year of high school that six month period where I got to see what was like from the teacher's perspective and kind of sit right hand to yeah so the teaching internship is when you went to an elementary school for like two periods or something like that, right? You were yeah, you were there at the for, end of the day. At the end, I was of, there for like two hours. Two hours, and you would just go into class and be with the students and learn with your favorite teacher from high school, yeah. from elementary school. The, Mr. Efferty. Yeah. He was the original one that uh, inspired me to even start thinking about teaching. Yes. So yeah, going going back to what I was saying, it's uh, when I was in that experience it was just you know those six months were so much fun Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun with the kids and honestly there were a lot of down moments Mm -hmm. but the down moments made the up moments way more worth it you know and I I feel like those down moments were a lot of things that I needed yeah as like learning experiences get me ready for when I'm on my own Mm mm-hmm you know what's the biggest thing you think you learned while you were doing that not not to just to be a teacher but just life-wise do you think you learned anything <sighs> work hard play hard work hard play hard yep you know when it's time to show up show up show out get your sh- stuff done 
tried to save it there. Um, get your stuff done, but in the end, there's nothing wrong with having a little fun. Yeah. And you can always put your own spin on things. Mm-hmm. So. And kids love to have fun. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like I said earlier, I, I like acting like a child, and I think that's going to be one of the things that benefits me in the years to come, mm-hmm. you know, with the kids. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, not going into teaching anymore, which is fine because we're still young, you know, we, I mean, I've changed three times, I think, since I got into this college. But uh, I'd say think about what you actually, what you actually want to do to leave the rock better than when you found it. And then you bring that out and what jobs or careers can I put that into where I can actually make that kind of difference? You know, it doesn't have to be teaching, but it could be like a youth counselor or, you know, even a child therapist or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Just, just show them my, my pet rock that I've cleaned. Yes. And I'm going to leave it nicer than... <laughs> Your sorry. pet rock? Uh, yeah. I meant earth when I said rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of our pet. Uh, yeah. Because we got to take care of it, right? Yeah, I haven't been Got to feed it. No, I haven't mm. let her out. Haven't? No. <laughs> She's kind of covered in all her feces. <laughs> That's a perfect word for it. Yeah. Is dirt just feces? Like... <laughs> yeah, little, like yes. Yeah, so is it just like poop from thousands of years ago? Some of it. Probably. Some of it, yeah. Isn't you know like when I was growing up, I don't know who told me this, but someone was like, you know, worms create dirt because they eat the dirt and then they poop it out with more dirt. <laughs> I was like, wait, but machines. what came first, the dirt or the worm? Oh, definitely the dirt. Yeah. It has to be, mm-hmm. right? Because most of life was... We're getting off topic here. It's fine. Keep I going. Don't. Back to what I was saying about, like, you have to take those morals and values and you can put it into yeah. that career, that job. Mm-hmm. What um, What morals do you think you're trying to bring into the world as a young man of 19, almost 20, July 13th? I'm just trying to be a good person. Yeah. You know, I mean, do a good turn daily. Yeah. That's like, you know, pay it forward. Those, yeah. As dumb as those quotes sound and everything, I really believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I see, like the other day, I was uh, I was going to fill up my tires, and as I pulled in, I saw this lady kind of looking around it like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I, I stopped for a second, I just asked her, I was like, do, do you need help filling up your tires? She was an older lady too. And she was like, you know, she was ecstatic. She was like, yeah, I, I would love it if you could help me. And I was like, sure, no problem. Putting the quarters, took off the things, and yeah. the caps, and I filled up her tires. And you know, it only took me like 10 minutes of my time, but Afterwards, she was like, let me buy you coffee, let me buy you a drink or some food or something, just say thank you. And I was like, no, you, you don't have to, you know, like, the way I see it is if, if that was my grandma out there, I'd want somebody to do the same for me, you know, because my grandma, I'm not always going to be there to help her out, 
so if somebody else could lend a hand then I'd appreciate that yeah so that that's just like the thing it's just like small small little acts of kindness go a long way mm-hmm. you know and I also kind of believe in karma yeah I feel like the more good things you do the more good things are to come to you yeah the more bad things you do bad probably things. gonna run into some bad things in life but yeah yeah I think karma is something at least to be thought about yeah yeah it's part of the hindu religion but it's uh, i think like as a life thing i think it's been adopted pretty much everywhere like you know if you do good things good things will happen bad things bad things will I happen just, yeah i just feel like it's even if it's not like a real thing i feel like it's all mental yeah you know surrounding yourself by these good deeds and doing these good deeds and trying to have a good positive mindset is probably going to lead to good things than if you were doing the opposite exactly yeah if you have a negative mindset towards something i think it would be a lot harder for you to get out of bed every day to try and do that one yeah and yeah so how long have you been a marine <laughs> when you first said i thought you said how long have you been a brain how long <laughs> how long have you been at moraine Valley Community College. This is my fourth semester. Okay. So, okay. So you have two more? Four more? You're, you're done. At Moraine. After this, I think. I, I might be staying for one more year. I got like one or two classes I still have to take. Yeah. And if I can't find a summer course for it, then... I'm just gonna have to have it roll over, but yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm done. Technically now. Oh, I came back to do this. Nice. Thanks, bro. I got my degree on February. Bro, I know you farted on that. I did not. You I did not. Look at that. I could. I could see it on there. All right. I'll take. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I think that's a good spot to end it. (laughs) Justin, thank you for coming on today. You're welcome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun.